0: The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. John three verse eight. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast. Canaan Bound Podcast is a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, along with church history, mission news, and music by various Christian artists who support our teaching. I'm Philip Wells, and this is episode number 86. We begin today with a canon-bound devotion by Pastor Tom Barthel.
1: Born again, born of the Spirit. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. John 3, verse 8. Nicodemus had wondered how someone could enter the kingdom of God. He didn't understand how a rebirth could take place. What makes members of God's kingdom so different? It isn't that they walk around with special badges. There is no distinguishing mark or tattoo. Certainly they have done nothing of their own accord. But there is something different in all who have been brought into God's kingdom. They have been born again. This rebirth is wrought by the Spirit of God. It is the working of God on a cold heart of flesh. It is a new heart of faith, given in baptism by water and the Word. You don't see the Spirit, nor can you see the faith created by Him. But that doesn't mean the Spirit hasn't brought any noticeable effect. You have been born again. Though the rebirth was not visible, its results are a miracle a heart that believes the promise, you shall not perish, but have eternal life. This rebirth brings new life and status as God's adopted sons and daughters. It results in a new person, one who is at peace with God, living off the gospel and looking to Jesus. Merciful God, I know I am born with a sinful heart. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to save this heart. Thank you for bringing me into your kingdom, for the gift of rebirth by your spirit in baptism. Let me never forget how you have given me new birth. Let your peace rule my heart, and your spirit reach others by your word. Amen.
0: Next, we listen to the song, Your Sanctuary, by artist Stephen Bautista, from his album, He Provides.
2: your love today, taken from you in a senseless way, and your heartache runs so deep, you don't know if you can bear the pain. should know there is someone to run to someone who holds hold you someone who knows the pain that's burning inside someone who loves you never forsakes you when you desperate You will find someone to run to, someone who holds you, someone who knows the pain that's burning inside, someone who loves you, never forsakes you, when you desperately need a safe place to hide, let Jesus Someone who knows the pain that's burning inside Someone who loves you, never forsakes you When you desperately need a safe place to hide Someone to run to, someone who holds you Someone who knows the pain that's burning inside Someone who loves you When you desperately need a safe place to hide Let Jesus be your sanctuary Let Jesus be your sanctuary
0: And now we join Pastor Tim Smith with God's Word for You.
3: God's Word for You, Job 29, verses 18 to the end of the chapter, verse 25. Job said, I thought I will die in my own house. My days as numerous as the grains of sand. My roots will reach to the water, and the dew will lie all night on my branches. My glory will not fade. The bow will be ever new in my hand. Hmm. What if, Job muses, the days gone by were glorious days for him. He had it all. Verse 20, hence that he had even been like a leader in the militia of their region when, when necessary, perhaps something like the Minutemen of revolutionary America or like, like Abraham uh, chasing after his nephew Lot with the armed men of his household. And a remarkable part of this passage is not even visible in English, but it's worth relating. The, the words, uh, uh, grains of sand... In verse eighteen, whole, is interpreted as palm trees in the Greek Septuagint, and since the Greek word for a palm trees is, is is a phoenix, it was often confused with a mythical firebird or phoenix. And the same word and potential confusion occurs in Psalm ninety two, um, just as it does here. Uh, the, the The phoenix was supposed to be a bird of incredibly long life. Listen to the way a Greek speaking pastor, applied the legend of the phoenix uh, to the promise of the resurrection. Um, this is First uh, Clement, chapter 25. We also see, Clement said, the incredible sign that occurs in the eastern lands, that is, those around Arabia, there is a bird called the phoenix. This bird, the only one of its kind, lives 500 years. When it reaches the time for its dissolution uh, into death, it makes itself a coffin of incense, myrrh, and other spices. When the time is right, it goes in and it dies. Well, but while the flesh decays, a worm is born, which is nurtured from the fluids of the corpse, and it sprouts wings. Then, when it is strong enough, it picks up this coffin, in which are the bones of its predecessor, and leaves the land of Arabia, carrying them to Egypt, to the place called Heliopolis. In full daylight, in the sight of all, it flies to the altar of the sun and sets them there. With this done, it sets out to return home again. When the priests study their calendars, they find that 500 years have gone by since it last came.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
3: Clement of Rome was a pastor who lived at the end of the first century. He may have mistaken this passage in Job as a reference to the legendary phoenix. Notice that Clement doesn't talk about the bird erupting into flames, but decaying in death. One of our Lutheran prep schools, uh, Luther Prep in Watertown, Wisconsin, uses the phoenix as their mascot because of its reminder of the resurrection. Job, of course, was just saying that he thought he would live a long and happy life. But he comments about the resurrection, uh, remember, back in chapter 19 as well. Let's continue with what he says here. People listened to me expectantly, waiting in silence for my counsel. After I had spoken, they spoke no more. My words fell, my words fell gently on their ears. They waited for me as for showers and drank my words as the spring rain When I smiled at them, they scarcely believed it. The light of my face was precious to them. Another part of Job's former life was that he was respected so much that when he spoke, a matter was considered settled. Job was, if you will pardon the comparison, very much like a savior to many people. He rescued them with his words, with his generosity, with his wisdom, even with the light of his face. Now that was all done. He was suffering, and those former times were now... Nothing but a memory. He finishes this way. I chose the way for them and sat as their chief. I dwelt as a king among his troops. I was like one who comforts mourners. So Job finishes this chapter with the crown of his former accomplishments. He had it all. He was a chief and a king, and now his friends and his wife avoid his company. In Hebrew, the last word of the chapter is comforts, nacham. That's the same word that begins the great second half of Isaiah's book. Um, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Nachamu, nachamu. Job longed to be comforted. He ached to be comforted. There was a time when he was the one who gave the comfort, but there was no one there for him when he needed someone. In Gethsemane. Jesus asked his disciples to pray with him as he asked for his father's help and strength. And when his disciples drifted off into sleep in the cool of the spring night as an angel came and strengthened him, Luke 22 tells us that. When you need comfort, where will you turn? Don't wonder like Job. Ask for help directly from God as Jesus did. He'll be with you. He will lift you up. And when it seems like there is no one left to turn to, He will always be there for you. The legend of the phoenix, that's a myth. But the resurrection to eternal life isn't. It's God's promise and truth to you through Jesus. Did you hear the rain coming again? They waited for me like the showers, Job said in verse 23. It's coming. God himself is coming to speak. In Christ, I'm Pastor Tim Smith. This is
0: God's word for you. We end our time together this week by listening to Jesus Lead Us On from Koine's first volume of live recordings.
4: Jesus, lead us on till our rest is won. And although that we be cheerless, we will follow calm and fearless. Guide us by your. To our Father, if the way be drear, if the fall Let not faithless fears or take us let not faith and hope forsake us for through men to our hope, Us that bright shore where we we, will. support, console, protect us till we safely stand in our Father's Jesus
0: Us. You have been listening to episode 86 of Canaan Bound Podcast. This podcast was first shared in November of 2014. Visit CanaanBoundPodcast.com to learn how you can support the ministry of the wells and the artists featured on this podcast. Once again, My name is Philip. It was a privilege to be your host for this episode. We encourage you to visit wells.net to find a Wells Ministry location near you. Thank you for listening.